Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 6, Dhyana Yoga, Yoga of Meditation. We had been discussing about our self in last five chapters, who we are. And we have come to the conclusion that wherever myself gets attached, that becomes myself. So when I attach myself to the body, my body becomes myself. When I attach myself to the mind, my mind becomes myself. When I attach myself to my intellect, my intellect becomes myself. And sometimes when I attach myself to my accomplishments and my profession, that becomes myself. But there is a constant mystery about what myself is all about. So these chapters are self-unfoldment. It's to unfold what that self is which is constantly changing its identification. So we have seen that everything which we identify so far in our life is turns out to be something other than myself. My body is just my body, it's not myself. My mind is my mind, not myself. So what is that self? That unfoldment is what we had been learning. And it says that that unfoldment will only come if I leave in this awareness 24-7, that I live my life constantly thinking that what I think is me, and if it turns out to be not, that that's not me, that's not me. And that's the awareness I have to keep all the time. So chapter third onward, we have seen the life of moderation, life of self-control, life of seeing things as they are. Now that you have Develop that control over the senses. Develop that control over the mind. The very nature of the mind is to go out and seek things. So you can't really stop mind to not go out and do things. But you have to give that mind another direction to focus on. Mind is nothing but a flow of thoughts. This flow of thoughts is basically made up of multiple thoughts those multiple thoughts have a tendency to go out and seek information, awareness about other things. Now you take the same thought and turn towards yourself, and that's meditation. So we had been learning about that technique of meditation, how to turn your mind towards yourself. That awareness which tells me that I exist, but not just the body, not just the mind, not just the intellect, not just my profession, my awareness. What is that self? He said, that contemplation is meditation. And we have seen a detailed discussion about how to do that. So 
the clear understanding, it is not that 15 minutes or 30 minutes I do in the morning in the meditation. It is that constant thought that I am not this what I think I am. Awareness about myself is me. That constant churning of the mind towards itself is meditation. And then we have seen in last few verses that to do that, you have to give up all the sankalpa prabhavan kama, desires prompted by this fancy of my mind. My mind constantly creates a future scenarios which are unattainable because it does not let me focus in attaining that. My true self is happiness. When I'm completely without any worry, without any thought, and without any want, I'm happy. That's my true self. As I say, BMW, BMW, the day the guy hands over the key in my hand, that one moment I'm completely happy. There is no other thought. But I got my BMW. Because, as Swamiji says, at that point there is no want. The want has been satisfied. Till the next want arises in my mind. So that's my true self is, I minus I want is me. That's happiness. And that I'm trying to achieve. So all the sankalpa prabhavan kama, all the desires prompted by fancy of my mind, I give up. And then manasa eva indriya gramam viniyamya. That only happens when I control my senses. I control what I see, I control what I hear, I control what I touch what I taste, when I have the control over that, then only I have the control over my mind. And now it says that that's not going to come overnight. Sanaihi, sanaihi, dhire, dhire. Slowly you're going to acquire this control. Just like any practice, marathon runner. Doesn't the very first time you show up for training, that's not the day you achieve that. Gradually you build up your strength to achieve what you're trying to Sanaihi sanaihi upanavita buddhya dhruti gruhitaya. I am achieving that because I am firmly holding that idea in my mind, by my intellect, that this is the truth. I minus I want is my happiness, not I plus what I acquire is happiness. Atma sanstham manakritva. The mind was running outside. I have to give my mind to do something, give that genie to go up and down the ladder. Because Jini says, okay, I'm done with that. Give me something. I say, oh, go up and down. <laughs> you have to give the mind something. Say, Find out who you are. Kinchit apina chintiyadin. Without thinking about anything else, then I'll find out what that self is. The next few verses gives little more pointers. Say, yataha, yataha, nischarati, manaha, chanchala, astiram. We constantly, this theme is when we talk about meditation, we're like, it's very difficult. I tried and my mind runs away. He said, nothing new. It is the very nature of the mind. If it does not run away, you should be worried about it. Then my mind has something wrong. It can't think about anything. Because the very nature of the mind is chanchalaha. Chanchalaha means it cannot think about the same object for a long period of time. If I keep telling you the same story over and over again, enough, my friend. Because my mind cannot think about the same object over and over and over again. Also, my mind cannot think about the same group of objects for a long period of time. I can think about the food, different foods all the time. I have to then switch over to my mind goes to somewhere else. 
So it's austere. It's also not steady. It does not decide, well, that's my focus, and I'm going to keep thinking about this. No, 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 there are other things. So mind is chanchala. It cannot stay at one point of thinking for a long period of time. Not only that, but it cannot also focus on one area of thinking for a long period. That's why it's astiram, jumping around. It's the very nature of mind. The mind is nothing but flow of thoughts. If the river does not have banks, the water will spread all over, which is what we call flood. When it is beyond the banks, that's what we worry about. Flood all over, it goes into the street, goes into people's houses. The mind is like that. When it is flooded over by thoughts which are numerous, you know, flood over into all kinds of areas which I never intended to go. So it's a yatahi yatha nischarati manaha chanchala asthiram. Because the mind is chanchanastara, wherever, wherever it goes, tataha, tataha, niyamya etat, you go every place and control it. And when a flood occurs, what happens? All the coast guards and all these people, wherever there is water, how to control it, they start working on it. Says so you have to do the same. Wherever mind goes, no matter what it is, you have to bring it back. Yatah yatah nischarati mana chanchalastiram. Tataha tata. You can say, well, no, that's a good a good area of thinking. Let it let it go. No, no, wherever it goes. About your profession, about your accomplishments, about what needs to be done. I had heard that Beatles were Maharshi Mahesh Yogi's disciples and they went to India for a meditate. He said that John Lennon was meditating on what? On his music. He was composing you know, songs while he was meditating. Because that's where his mind can go. Don't let that happen because that's an area of your interest. Bring it back. Yataha yataha nischarati. I told you I took a meditation class long time ago and the person who was conducting said, what do you see, Neil? And I said, I see geometrical shapes. And he said, I've never heard anybody seeing geometrical shapes in his meditation. I said, that's what I see. He said, maybe because you're an architect, you're constantly thinking about shapes. You know? So wherever in mind goes, no matter what area it is, whether it's good or bad, bring it back. Tataha, tataha, niyammi etad. And how do, how do you do that? Atmani evam vasam sthitaha. Bring him back and put him back to where it was supposed to be done. Like little children. You tell them to do something. Or sit down and do your homework. After about 10 minutes, look at him. And he's not doing homework. He's doing something else, right? What do you do? No, no watching TV. Shut it off. Do your homework. Constantly bringing back to what was the task. Our task here is to focus our mind towards ourself. What is it that makes me aware of things? He said, bring it back to the self. Atmani eva vasam nayet. So bring it back to... Any time, even while waking and doing things, when I start getting that ego that I am doing this, bring the mind back and say, no, you are not the doer. Prasanta manasam hi enam yoginam sukhamuttamam. We started whole journey because of what? We can't stand unhappiness and sorrows. You want to get rid of them as soon as I feel them. As soon as my ankle starts, or my knee starts aching because of my surgery there. My hand goes down and says, how do I get rid of the pain? So that's my goal. Sukham is what I'm trying to achieve. 
And Bhagavan says the yogi who has connected himself with his self, one who has now established that this is not me but that's me, these are the benefits he will get. Prasanta manasam hienam, because his mind has now quietened down. Sukham uttamam, he is experiencing the supreme bliss. Upeti santarajasam, because the rajas has been quietened down. Right now, most of my agitation comes from, I want to achieve this and I don't know how to do it and these people are in my way, my competition. Constantly I'm gauging what's happening. Oh, there is a project out there, but let's see how many firms will go after that. Oh, God, well, it's a national level competition I have to deal with. So Rajas is creating agitation. Upeti Santa Rajasam, this Rajas gets quietened down. Does not mean I'll be inactive, but I'll not be worried about it. Brahma Bhutam Akalmasham. I have now removed all the impurities in my mind. Impurities were the avidya. The basic impurity is ignorance about myself. My recognition of myself is not happening because of that ignorance about what myself is. So wherever there is any pain or happiness, that's what I consider in me. A body is aching, the first, all thoughts will drop, mind will go towards the body. So now the body becomes myself. I am sick, but it's just the body. So this mind, wherever it goes attached, that becomes me. Self-attaching with mind is ego. Myself is right now, wherever my mind goes, that's where I go, and wherever my mind attaches, where I attach. Now, constantly I'm trying to purify my internal instrument, my mind, by my selfless activities, my constant contemplation about the self, the rajas has come down. Avidya was creating the ignorance and this agitation was creating wailing over myself. When they both are removed by my practice, Brahma Bhutam, sin was avidya and avara were the sins. When those two are removed, the Brahman, the self becomes evident to me. So now I realize that this body is not me, the one who is suffering mentally is not me, one who is suffering intellectually is not me, but I, the awareness is me. I am aware that my body is not doing well. I am aware my mind is not doing well. So the next verse says, Yunjan evam sada atmanam yogi vigata kalmasaha sukhena brahmasam sparsam atyantam sukham masnute. Maybe constantly the theme of our life is to achieve sukha. And we want to achieve that supreme bliss. Supreme means it has no limitations. Because our happiness, what we want is continuous happiness. We have never compromised in our goal in the first place since I was born. That I want continuous happiness. Unhappiness was never acceptable to me, neither as a baby nor as an old man. So that goal... Bhagavan said, yogi will achieve. The yogi who is always engaging the mind thus in the practice of yoga, freed from the sins. Yogi vigata kalmasa. Because he is constantly churning in his mind what is me and what is not me. He is purified in his mind and intellect. 
and therefore very easily sukhena he very easily once you are trained as an athlete once you have trained yourself as a musician next time you perform it comes very easily you don't really have to work very hard it comes naturally to you that sukha which was so elusive for me for all my life now it comes very easily to me sukhena brahmasparsam because i have made the contact with myself this brahman here is with myself is that self once i contacted myself that sukham i enjoyed that bliss very easily and the last verse we had discussed is sarva bhutastham atmanam is the litmus test i may say oh i think i'm established in yoga i have done meditation and now i can sit for 30 minutes without all of that is good once i contact myself i realize what i am what myself is it is not going to limit itself to myself obviously now that once i have recognized the gold in gold bangles wherever there is gold i'll be able to recognize it very easily not only that i recognize the gold is not just in this bangle gold is all pervading sarvabhutastham atmanam he realized that the self which i was seeking all my life now i found is not unique to me it the same self in all the being sarvabhutastham atmanam sarvabhutani cha atmani and all beings are in the same self this is the conundrum and we have learned that before i am not in them but they are in me are the objects in the space or space is in the objects in the space in the room or room is in the space and both are true based on my point of perspective so the first when a yogi recognizes what his self is he starts seeing the same divinity in all the beings no matter who that is you know he may be the most evil person but he still recognizes the divinity in him it may be latent it may not be revealed to that person therefore in his ignorance he is doing all the evil things but the divinity still remains and i recognize that divinity in him sarvabhutastham atmanam sarvabhutani cha atmani and this self is all pervading i see the self everywhere therefore all beings are there is no other place for them to be but in that self iksate yoga yuktatma sarvatrah samadarshanah only person who can see this is the one who has this vision of what the self is all about once i contemplate on the space the nature of the space and start contemplating and then realize oh the space in the room is the same space outside the space was here when this room was not built then we build this room and now it's a room space and then i start connecting this room space and space outside and start recognizing that oh the space everywhere is the same space then i start realizing that all the buildings are in the space space is not in the building is the space in the car which is moving or the car is moving in the space what happens to the space which is locked in that car in germany and came to usa what happened to the german space 
German space remained in Germany, and now the space inside the car is American space. So what happened? The car moved in the space, but I perceive the space in the car. The yogi, when he gets connected with self, he starts seeing this vision. Iksate yoga yuktatma sarvatra samadarshanaha. Now he sees equality everywhere. That does not mean that this room is same as Kennedy Theater. But I see the same space everywhere. Therefore, it's samadarshana. And in chapter 5, you have seen that such a person will start seeing same in the Brahmin and the cow and the you know, dog eater. He is not seeing that they are same. He is seeing the equality of the divinity in them. So that's the outcome of yoga. We'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhag Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om